We represent you. Outside again, Tupou away, Tedesco pulled it in, this time it's Kiri in support. We feel you by your presence. Via Rooster. On an afternoon perfect for rugby league, in a stadium purpose-built for football, the Roosters ran out at the Clive Berghofer Stadium at Toowoomba, home of the Hoff. Well, they were chasing their seventh victory against the Dragons and seventh victory they got. As they said in the press conference, well, they started out well. Yes, there was a dip, but they come home stronger than a Mallee Bull. Well, Coach Robertson, he was impressed, talked about their calmness, talked about their will to win and talked about their patience. So many other good talking points and welcome to a 40-22 to Toops with a treble. Silky and Bells, welcome to Roosters Radio this week. Yes, boys, what a game on Sunday afternoon. It was great to have Sunday footy back, 2 p.m. in the afternoon, sat down on the lounge and just enjoyed that game. It was it was awesome. Toops's, you know, that triple there from him was outstanding and some great talking points. Yeah, Bells, couldn't agree more. Uh, to steal a racing analogy, the weather was fine, track good up there at uh, Clive Berghofer. A little interesting fact, Clyde Berghofer also has a stadium named after him at North Sydney Oval. So uh, he was uh, quite the man, Clive. Yeah, mate, very impressive uh, background in rugby league and sport. Did a lot for the community, Clive. And I believe the great uncle of uh, one of the greats of TV, David Hasselberghoff. Yeah, that's right. No, but what a great (laughs) game of footy. Uh, As you said there in the intro, Bush, there was a little dip in the middle and I think they could have turned it up. Once again, a couple of injuries early in the game. Copley went down with that, that busted ankle quite early, but uh, still crossed the stripe. Uh, of course, Nat Butch went off uh, towards the end of the game. And obviously, our goal kicker, Adam Kieran, went off early. So uh, we were playing pretty short there for uh, long moments in the game. And uh, it was a gutsy win. And it was uh, it was a really, really solid effort. Yeah, mate. Look, I, I think the fans, you said something off air. The fans are really proud, but I'm getting a real vibe that rugby league fans are very uh, much admiring what the Roosters are doing. It doesn't matter if you're a Rooster hater or, you know, just a rugby league fan who doesn't support the Roosters. They're actually acknowledging the effort of a club. And I think it's hard from the outside in not to do that. I mean, we were down on the scoreboard. We're down on troops. We're down on appearance at the home of the Hoff. Yet we come away with such a great victory and so many great talking points. Egan Butcher, first try. You predicted it. I called it, yeah. He's been... He was due. I just thought he was due. He's been doing some devastating runs with the football. So, uh, you know, it was great to see him score his first try in NRL. I thought he played awesome. That first run straight off the bench and his first run was just outstanding and that just set the platform for his game. I thought he played a really good game on Sunday and I believe it might have um, earned him his ride in the starting side this weekend. So good on Egan for that. But um Yeah, definitely, boys. We could sit here and talk about all the injuries again. We could go through it. We've obviously had that year and it's just been one of those years for the Roosters. But I really want to talk about how proud I am of them and what a performance it's been these, even just these last couple of weeks, just the ticker they've shown and they've just dug so deep and they just keep giving us the results as Roosters fans that we do want. They've just been outstanding. I couldn't agree more, Bells. Look, 
uh, Coach Robinson, the press conference, you know, talking about the, the match this week against South, which we'll touch on later, but he, he used a boxing analogy. But, you know, if I want to use one now, I'd, I'd call Robbo on the Roosters the Manny Pacquiao of rugby league. Just their determination and grit. They're just hanging in there. They're up for the fight. Small in stature, as Robbo said in the press conference. I think he called us lightweights coming up against some heavyweights. But really having a crack. And, and that's what, and to your point too, Bill, is we are proud as Roosters fans because we, we know that we're down on troops. But these young men who are getting picked, keep putting their hand up and keep doing the job for us. Like Sammy Walker coming off the bench, turned the game, really. I mean, like it was a, it was a great decision by Coach Robinson to start with Lockie Lamb in the halves, uh, you know, kept the opposition guessing. But once Sam Walker came on, he just turned it on its head, scored a try, set up a couple, dangerous with the ball. Like It was just a great masterstroke from the coach. Yeah, I, I often say, mate, one of the things I look forward to is watching Robbo move the chess pieces around the board. And, you know, Lockie Lamb uh, doesn't get, you know, the accolades that he probably should. He played a really classy game. He went through with a nice show and go, uh, you know, straight through, made a 40-metre run, turns the ball inside for our first try. Mate, it was an outstanding effort. And, oh, it wasn't our first try, sorry, for it got over the stripe and uh, and, and didn't get the chocolates. But, mate, he played really, really well. And then he got moved to the centres. He's played left centre. He's played right centre. So, and I love him at hooker. I think yeah. he's quite dynamic and quite fast and, uh, and hard for opposition to handle. So they're not getting a great read, and Coach Robinson keeps them guessing. I also want to just give my one of my favourite players, uh, Drew Hutchison, a, a rap. Yeah. He scored a try, a little show and go. Uh, tested his arm a couple of times. There was was one that time... in slow motion? <laughs> he had a very big second half. Great game. Kicking. Great. What about the kick for Toops? That's right. He does a lot of stuff. I say it every time on the show, but he does a lot of stuff off the ball. It's it's when you're at the game and you can see him, his arms going and flying around everywhere, telling people where to go, put them in positions. Mate, he, he's an integral part to this side at the moment, and you know he's getting fitter and he's playing with more confidence. He's, he's starting the to chance his arm and, and run the football, so he's not catching and passing anymore. He's taking the line on like he took the line on um, on a fifth tackle option there in the second half, which I like. like he, here's the guessing. here's the irony, and I love the irony. Drew Hutchinson was at the Dragons as a junior. He was Australian schoolboy captain. He was the New South Wales under-16s captain. He was captain of the Dragons winning SG ball team at the time, and he was the next big thing. Injuries ravaged him. He went overseas. We know the story. We've had him on Roosters Radio. He's so humble, and I think the word you talk is confidence. To see him come back um, from football, and, and we talked to him about the journey on air and off air, and how it's been tough. And I think he's starting to find a bit of his position in the side. I think he feels like it's his team. And he's showing the confidence that he would have had back then as a young junior. And we are the beneficiaries. And that show and go to score that try, outstanding. He's solid in that 5'8 position at the moment and playing really well. You know who I think has also gained a lot of confidence? I really thought he had a good game off the bench was Fletcher Baker. I, I thought he was strong. He had some good tackles and a couple of good runs. So, so he was really good for us as well, boys. But... I mean, we've got to mention it. We mention him every week, but Teddy, what a game. He's, he's one of the best players in the game at the moment. Oh. oh, 316 metres, four try assists, 12 tackle breaks, three line breaks. The list just goes on and on. He's just outstanding. Bells, that run metres, the 316 metres, I think he clocked up 200 or close to 200 of them in the first half. half time, it yeah. was amazing performance. Look, his form over the past few weeks has been unbelievable. Like... What about the number ones in the game at the moment? You know, we've got Turbo, Latrell Mitchell, uh, Gutherson. Pappensy Housen's Pappenhausen. But, like, you know, there's this great banter amongst football fans. You know, who's the who's the best number one at the moment? Well, after that performance, mate, I'm all in on Teddy. 
Yeah, well, it's going to be interesting this week, isn't it, when we uh, take on South yeah. and, you know, Origin teammates. Teddy kept that spot at fullback and so he should. I think the other thing I love about the way Teddy playing Bells, as you mentioned, I think he started out trying too hard and trying to be involved in too much and trying to do everything. And he seems to get the balance right. He's, he's very measured at the minute. He's picking his moments. He's back to where you just expect him or you don't expect him. All of a sudden he does something brilliant and he's right there and he's really picking his times, but he's got such an impact on the game. He's absolutely everywhere. It's the leadership that he's showing too. That's it. He wants to touch the football. The, yeah. the, the great footballs, particularly in the halves, the match winners, are the, are the, they're the players, the Andrew Johnses and the, you know, go back to the Brett Kennys, the Wally Lewis. Give me they're the touching the ball. Yeah. They're, the, they're the blokes who call for the ball. Give me the ball, I'll win you the match. And, and, that, and Teddy's doing that for us at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Sure is. I think uh, one thing we're going to mention, guys, it was a nice of him to give us an insight into his future, but Jared Weir Hargraves is going to take over all the yoga for the Roosters uh, in the future. <laughs> Well, that was heart-in-the-mouth stuff, man. wasn't it? It was oh. real heart-in-the-mouth stuff. When he, the, the grimace of pain that kind of was etched across his face, I went, no. Oh, so did no. I. Me too. I was just like, surely not. This cannot be happening again. This is unbelievable. And then he just hopped back up and it was, um, I, I just he, couldn't he, believe it. He did it. a hit-up about two minutes later. Yeah, straight into the hit-up. Not only just shows his toughness, but it shows his conditioning. And, you know, I know he puts a lot of work in Jared in the gym and like huge on the strength, but... Obviously, flexibility, because to be put into that awkward position, it wasn't something you could watch the replay too much of. But wow, what an effort. And to get up and just go, right, give me the ball, I'm charging back in. Mate, he is our spiritual leader for one reason. He's the alpha male at the club. And uh, yeah, it's a great effort. I will add, he's been supported by a couple of blokes behind him. They're backing him up. You know, Siwa Takia, I thought it was brilliant. And uh, also Isaac Liu, who is our guest on tonight's show. The Iceman playing his 200th on Friday night against the Bunnies. Look, he had some good stats too. 170 metres, 32 tackles, had a line break. And we're really looking forward to talking to him tonight. Making his debut on Roosters Radio, guys. Yeah, and one of 11 players in the history of Roosters, in the City Roosters to play 200 games. I'm looking forward to that. You're on Roosters Radio. And when we come back, the man himself, the Iceman, Isaac Liu. Well, Roosters fans, each week the big names get here. And Silky, at the moment, none bigger than this. It is a milestone week. We all know what the team and our coach thinks the milestones. He has been in outstanding form and he is about to celebrate his 200th game this week. He's played internationally for New Zealand. He's played for his heritage of Samoa. Would you please welcome to Roosters Radio on debut a man who I met in a steam room in Barcelona last year, the great Isaac Liu. Isaac, welcome. <laughs> thanks guys uh, thanks for having me thanks for coming on mate yeah no nah, all good good to have a chat hey Isaac it's uh Bells here um I've got to ask you first time on Roosters Radio debut which is awesome welcome but the nickname it's the best nickname in NRL I feel in my opinion it's awesome and just for our fans the Iceman where did it come from Ah, uh, geez, it's come from a lot of um, a lot of people actually, but um, I think from what I remember, uh, when I started up in um, Queensland, I played for Cooper Park State High School. Uh, my coach Greg Lenton called me Iceman for some reason. Uh, I'm not sure. I can't remember why he called me that. And then pretty much it's just stuck with me the whole time. And then every time I've gone to a different club or team, it's just someone said Ice or Iceman, and then yeah, it's just rolled on from there. Does that mean when Vanilla Rice is on the dance floor, mate, you just get up and just cut sick? Ah, you know, uh, no, no, no. I've got hiding from there. Yeah. Aisha from the homeland of New Zealand. 
uh, you played all your junior league with the uh, Otahu Leopards. And it's produced such great players as Mark Graham, Ruben Wiki, Richie Barnett, Roger Tuvasashek, and now yourself. I mean, what is it about this great institution in, in junior league in New Zealand that just makes it so powerful and produces such great players? I don't know. It's just, I guess it's just the love for footy over there. Just keep going to, like, good clubs. Um, everybody loves it. And it's good to see uh, players like myself and, uh, uh, like, Roger, you know, get out there and uh, represent our clubs. Ice, looking back at your career, as a young bloke growing up, you know, you mentioned you came across and went to Kiva State High, but who who are your influences? Who are the, the players that you looked up to as a young bloke? Uh, yeah, it was uh, Ruben Wiki was one. Um, yeah, it's just a few New Zealand Kiwi players there, like Stacey Jones. Um, you know, all us Kiwi boys was, you know, just watching the Warriors. Um, uh, yeah, that was obviously the one team there. And, um, yeah, just, I don't know, those guys there are just stars back in New Zealand. And uh, Ruben just being, you know, that solid uh, big guy there. And I always just uh, idolised him and, uh, yeah, followed him through my uh, footy in New Zealand. And, mate, you've been at the club for a number of years. I think you signed in about 2011. You, you debuted in, in 2013. There must be a, plenty of memorable matches. You've won two grand finals. But looking back at your career at the club, you know, what are the memories that stand out? Jeez, man, there's, um, yeah, obviously the, the debut um, in 13. Um, and then the, uh, oh, geez, just missing out on that. Grand final as well, you know, obviously playing a, a bit of footy time, you know, through the whole career and then unfortunately uh, missing out on that grand final. But, yeah, just privileged to be a part of that side and uh, be, you know, experience that grand final. But also the, the other two back-to-back, you know, grand finals was also uh, a memory that, uh, you know, definitely remember. Is either of the grand final victories, is one more special than the other? The first one is always the, the best one. Because then you 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 know what it takes to you know to go for the next one. Yeah, it's always the first one. Um, also, the memories off 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 the field are definitely the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give us some insight on that, Isaac? What's been one of your best memories off the field with um, your playing team? Uh, just enjoying each other's company with the you know the boys. Just you know doing all that work during the whole year and then. Winning that grand final, you get to celebrate it with them. It's just the best. Like you can't, you can't get any uh, better than that. Ice, can you describe it for our fans what it's like to be at a club with probably the most powerful and engaged board who don't take one cent from the club? You know, you've got leaders like Nick Politis, you've got leaders like Boyd Cordner, you got you're you're a leader yourself. I mean, you've got Trent Robinson. I mean, it must be amazing and special to go to work every day and know that you've got lack of a better word, the cream of the crop in the NRL that is all in the one club working for you. What's it like for you as a player? Um, as a player, man, the, this club is, oh, my time here, I would say it's the best club ever. You've obviously got, you know, Melbourne and, you know, a few up there successful clubs. But, um, yeah, I would say Roosters are, man, one of the highest clubs there. You obviously mentioned Nick. Um, man, we've just got a powerful board. Um, you know, obviously our, our coaching staff, man, we're just... They're just high, high then. Always being looked after, you know, even through the season and then, you know, working hard and, you know, getting those grand finals afterwards. We get, yeah, pretty, pretty spoiled there. Uh, but yeah, it's just overall a, um, man, just a massive club. And 
yeah, I wouldn't be at any other club than Roosters. Yeah. Isaac, looking at our team and, you know, we've got a huge lineup of Pacifica players, you know, from New Zealand, Samoa, Tonga. And just as an observer, like one thing that we did get to, to notice on that trip away, the World Club Challenge, was how, how you know, the Pacifica kind of guys kind of hung together. And it, and it was interesting dynamic to see the way that you guys were away from football. But it, get, it begs the question, like, we know that Jared's kind of like the spiritual leader of the club, but who's the big chief? Is it you? Is it Sua? <laughs> Is it Jared? Who, who's the top man? Oh, man, I don't know. I, I would say it's Jared. Um, he keeps the peace, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's got the mouth. <laughs> you know, he'd be the he'd be the one. You know, keeping the peace between you know, each party there. <laughs> and just on that, because we've got some young boys coming through, like we, we've seen Nafahu make his debut uh, just last week. We've got obviously Satili. It must make you really proud to be able to influence some of these young players. Uh, you know, Polynesian players coming through. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, like I said, it's always great to see um, you know, other players, uh, young uh, Pacifica players coming through. Um, yeah, there's especially a lot coming through now uh, in our team. Uh, yeah, it's always great to you know share that experience and see them come through. Like it's man, you can see the potential and you know the, the hard work they do. Um, but it's all yeah, it's it's great to see them come through. I say, um, as been speaking with the uh, gear steward to the stars, now retired Bob Jones, huge fan of yours, and, and reckons he discovered you and said, "Mate, watch this bloke play." And I remember looking back when you come and made your debut, and I, went, I said to him, "But wow, Bobby!" I said, "He's going to be something special." And mate, those words are true. You've turned out to be very special for our fans, for us on Roosters Radio, and obviously to your family. Who's been the biggest influence for you outside of football? We asked this of all the boys, and, and Joey Manu. I won't tell you on Roosters Road, he ended up in tears, but he, he got quite emotional about his family. Has someone in your family or outside of football influenced you greatly? Uh, yeah, I would say I'll, I'll start from the beginning quickly. Um, I would say my mum and dad, uh, obviously they've made so many sacrifices uh, for me to come over here and start my journey. But then, you know, I met this, <laughs> I met this, uh, yeah, I'd say beautiful uh, lady of mine uh, at the school I went to, Cuba, uh, Cuba Park State High School, and yeah, pretty much, um, yeah, we've been to, together ever since, and uh, yeah, she's definitely been, um, definitely been the the one there to hold us together, and uh, yeah, she's made uh, so many sacrifices that, uh, you know, for me to be here and uh, be where I am, and you know, I can't thank her enough, and. Um, yeah, we've got a little uh, little boy together, and uh, yeah, she's definitely the one I would put, you know, uh, that's influenced me and uh, made me the man I am today. That was really sweet, Isaac. I was actually just going to ask what her name was. Uh, her name's Jessica. Jessica. Um, oh, shout out to Jessica then. Thanks for thanks for lifting our Isaac up and making him the player he is today. Hey. <laughs> And now, as I just change the gears a bit, mate, look, let's talk a bit of footy. Uh, this year, we all know that we've, you know, it, it's been a wretched year for, for the club in, in injuries and retirements and everything else that's come with that. Uh, your form to date has been unbelievable, you know, a, along with many of the others. Every time there's a setback, we just seem to find a way. The uh, last weekend was no different. If you could describe the feeling in the camp at the moment, because as fans, you've brought us all along with the journey. I just love the way 
that we're kind of uh, a banded together. What's the feeling in the camp and how do you explain it? Yeah, it's a good one there. Um, you know, obviously, uh, yeah, you spoke about like players going down. It's, it's hard to, it's hard to see. And, you know, just constant injuries going on with, with us this whole year. Um, but yeah, like you said, we just keep finding a way and it's a, it's a good challenge for us. Uh, you know, Rob, uh, Robbo's, you know, said that to me, like, you know, we have all our, you know, couple key players out, but, you know, we still got players coming through and keep doing the job and it's a, it's a good challenge for us. And I, and I, you know, I back him on that. And, um, yeah, we just got to find a way to win really. Um, but yeah, it's, it's tough, but at the same time, uh, you know, we, we back ourselves and, you know, like again, when we have key players out, we believe that whatever players that come in, they'll, they'll do the job and yeah, we just keep finding a way to win really. But I think a lot of that's off the back of senior players like yourself, like Jared, they'll do that tough carry or, you know, when, when we're behind, you know, I remember clearly that ball uh, you threw to Victor when we got the win a few weeks ago, like, they're big moments in the game, but you, you guys just keep turning up. And that's what, as fans, we're just loving watching you guys play at the moment. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, as, a, as leaders, yeah, we just, yeah, just got to step up and help these, uh, you know, young, young ones, you know, come through and uh, take another step too because we, we'll, we'll need them in the next you know, couple of weeks as well. Well, let's talk about that. We play our arch rivals on uh, this weekend, South Sydney. Uh, they've given us a touch-up the past couple of games. Uh, you know, how do we fix that? Uh, man, we just gotta, just got to play hard. You know, we've got to – we'll do our preparations and then whatnot during early, early in the week and then, um, you know, get ready for a fight. That's, that's, that's what we've got to do. We've got to obviously execute, execute our plays and whatever, but we've got to go for a fight too. Please do, Isaac. My husband's a Rabbitohs fan, and I just I don't think I want to be in the same house if they get up. So get out there and smash them for me. <laughs> do our best. We'll do our best. <laughs> I just wanted to have a quick chat about your first career try last week. How did it feel? Uh, oh, geez. Who was it against? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you uh, nearly got a double. You nearly backed it up yesterday as well. Yeah, just couldn't quite get it down. Um, <laughs> yeah um no it felt good it felt good yeah i'm just yeah it's after that first try you sort of you know get in the get in a roll there and you start you know going after that try and a bit more so obviously just the game gone yeah not far off not far off scoring a few more so ice on that note you're so versatile amongst our pack i mean one minute you're you know you're in the back row or, or playing at lock and then next minute you're in the front row and, and consistency but what do you love playing? What's your favourite position and what do you love most about the game? Um, favourite position? Jeez, um, uh, I don't mind playing lock um, and prop. Um, but you know, either way, as long as I'm on the field, um, whatever chance I get on the field, I just, you know, do my job and do a bit more. You know, that's, that's I just love, um, you know, helping other boys and doing what, what I can, you know, to get us on the front foot there. Um, and for a player that's so selfless this week, you'd be forgiven for, you know, indulging a little. I mean, I know the type of player you are and, uh, you know, only knowing you a little bit, your personality doesn't seem someone that's going to get caught up too much, but you must be extremely proud of 200 first grade games. It's a huge achievement for anyone, but to do it at one club as well is pretty special. And we don't want to let you go to, as Roosters fans, but only because Justin Holbrook's up there and 
you know, Jimmy Dimmick was an Eastern Suburbs junior. We're going to let you go to the Gold Coast. So it's uh, everyone's blessing. But we'll be so sad to see you go. But so excited this week for your 200. How do you feel? Yeah, I haven't really uh, thought about it too much. Um, you know, a uh, few people have uh, mentioned it. Yeah, I can say I'm just really proud to be playing this game at the Sydney Roosters. Um, yeah, it's my last year with them, but um, I'm just super proud. Like, you know, I've been through, you know, so many tough times and so many experiences uh, with the Roosters. Um, yeah, I've had, oh, man, unforgettable uh, memories there. You know, the premierships. Uh, just the whole club has done so much for me and I've sacrificed so much as well. And um, just, I can't say it enough. I'm just super proud to be playing my 200th game at the Sydney Roosters is yeah, all I can say. Man. I know on behalf of all the fans, and I, I speak for the fans, as all of us do, but we've loved having you. I mean, there have been nine great years. There's been a lot of success in the time that you've been there. And, uh, you know, as, as Bush rightfully says, you know, we, we sad to lose you at the end of the year, but there's still plenty of footy left between now and then, mate. So uh, we wish you all the best this weekend. And we've got the semifinals just around the corner. So uh, it's a brand new competition then, but, mate, we've really appreciated you having you on today's show. No, geez. Thank you. Good to get the experience as well. So um, thanks, guys. Thanks very much, mate. Welcome back to Roosters Radio fans. And, uh, well, Bells, you first. What an amazing man Isaac Liu is. And making his debut on Rooster Radio, it was just so good to get the insights, to get the history, and to see him talk so highly of his uh, lovely partner. You know, it's, uh, he is the Iceman. Yes, that was awesome to chat with him and just to get him before he leaves the club. And, you know, it's a big, a big honour, 200 games this weekend. And a lot of the players during the week, they've been chatting about him and, and they're just saying how reliable he has been for the club. Very underrated, but just a fantastic player. Always there, a leader, someone that they turn to in the dressing sheds before the game, before they run out. When they see him, they're comfortable. And he's actually just a really humble, humble guy. He's been 10 years at the club. Yeah. He was signed in 2011. 2013 he played. And he then was... he was in the, he, he just missed out, as he said in the interview there, just missed out on the grand final appearance in 2013. So he, like he's he's part of the furniture. He sure We're going to miss him. We're going to miss him. But he goes like Fitz, he goes with our blessing. Yeah, absolutely right. And, uh, you know, wish him all the best. But look, there's plenty of games of football to look forward to before that happens. As you said in the interview, there's plenty of football ahead. And uh, speaking of which, uh, let's change gears and turn our attention now to our greatest rivals and uh, what can be considered another chapter in Russell's Book of Feuds. We all know the story. We're, we're down men, but Silky, something that's sort of caught all of our eyes and we've discussed this week, and Bells, you'll have a bit to say on it. Bells, I think you said this. We couldn't even pick 21 players. Yeah, today we could only name 20 players. Um, we didn't have 21. So we do have those injury troubles again. Uh, however, we've got Brad Abbey starting this weekend. Um, it's his debut for the Roosters. He played... He debuted for the Bulldogs back in 2017, but he's a great back to have to come into the side and um, he's fast. He's going to be playing on the wing and and also Egan Butcher, he's earned his right to be in the starting side on Friday night. So it's going to be great to see these young players, you know, take that field against our arch rivals, the Bunnies. Um, it's going to be a big game. 
Really looking forward to it. Uh, look, I want to give a shout-out to Benny Thomas. I thought he was exceptional off the bench there uh, last weekend with some real barnstorming runs. He's going to get a fair bit more football on Friday night, no doubt. But yeah, as you said, the young bloke, Brad Abbey, uh, he becomes the ninth player to debut for the Roosters this season. It's just unheralded, that uh, that amount of players that we've gone through. I think it is a club record this year. Oh, I know without, we have, a doubt, yeah, without a doubt. The amount of players are debuting. Look, I'm listen, I'm really looking forward to seeing Benny Thomas, big sort of front rower from the Central Coast. And uh, you know, watching him uh, run out this week will be pretty exciting. He's a great young player. And uh, there's some he has really your build too, Bush. He's like a rotund, like low to the ground, built mm, for speed, built for speed, power, and uh, apparently can handle a drink better than I can. And but, loves a feed. Yeah, well, he's up against Hammy Sally, so I hope he doesn't uh, mistake that for a ham and salad and just takes him apart. <laughs> yeah, some unbelievable matchups too. Obviously, the battle of the two number ones. Uh, you know, let's talk about that. Latrell, Latrell up against his old club, and you know James Tedesco, a mouthwatering matchup that one. Siwa Takiyahu and Thomas Burgess, you know, two, uh, you know, elder statesmen of the game and, and both have big impacts. Siwa's footwork's been amazing lately. Like the, what he's doing with the skills and the ball, the inside passes, and just he's got that beautiful shimmy that, you know, you, you know, Tamalolo style. They've all got that lovely bit of footwork and he's been really using it as a weapon. I'm looking forward to watching Joey Manu play. He's been one of our best for the past couple of weeks. Another player that stepped into that leadership role, getting more touches, looking, you know, looking to get involved more. I don't know whether he'll be matching up against Dane Gag, I assume so. So uh, that's another uh, mouth-watering matchup. Yeah, Lockie Lamb in the centre is going to be a really interesting matchup there in, in the backs. But, you know, I'm so excited Drew Hutchinson seems to have found his home at 5'8". Looking forward to a big game from him. I'm looking forward to the the pack, the second row, Satili and Jai Arrow. I think um, that's going to be a great battle. And, look, there's great battles across the park because – just the history of these two clubs. There are arch rivals. The Bunnies are going to be, they're going to come out strong, you know. They'll be hungry for the win, playing us. So, number one, that's why they're hungry. But number two, um, they're coming off the back of that loss against Penrith and they really got touched up in that second half. So, they're going to be coming out firing on the weekend. But our boys, the red, white and blue, they'll just have to dig deep again and they've proven that they can do that. So, I'm really looking forward to this match. Well, let me ask you because no one gives us a hope in hell of winning on Friday night. I think we're about $4 on uh, on the betting app. So how do we win? Bush, start with you. Yeah, well, I think it's going to be a tight one. I think we win by, uh, you know, frustrating South Sydney, couple of penalties. I hope that uh, we'll get our kicking boots on. I, mean, I know with Adam Kieran out, uh, I think Sammy Walker will probably share the duties with either Siwa or uh, Teddy, and I hope they can slot him over. And I think it's going to be Roosters 16, Souths 12. Bells? I think they're going to win up the middle, boys. Um, I think Cookie's out. So uh, I think Jared and, you know, Takiahau and just our forward pack, if they can roll those forwards and have them on the back foot, then Teddy and Hacho, he's been playing so well and Walker can just tear them apart. So that's my prediction. I, I really think we're going to dig deep. We're going to win. I reckon Leo's going to get that try again. He's he's on a roll, so he's going to score another one. And um it probably will be a close game, a gritty game as it is with Souths, but I'm picking 24 to 16. Yeah, I like it. Look, for me, it's all about completions this mm. week. We need to have a high completion rate to be any chance of beating them. If we start dropping the ball and pushing passes, you know, we can't let South down our end because they've got points in them, particularly on the fringes. So from my point of view, we have to play smart footy. We have to hold the football. And if we do that, I think we can win. Having said that, 
if that's the style we're going to play, you know, it probably means we don't chance our arm as much. So bearing in mind that, I reckon it's going to be a close one as well. I'm going to say Roosters 15, Bunnings 14. We'll get him by a golden point. Wow, just a field goal. I think off the back of that, Silky, and as you say, Bells, with Cookout, uh, you know, if we can contain Luttrell and, of course, Cody Walker, who is a bit of a magician at the moment, um, you know, that's our key. So it's a big challenge for our young team. But they're up for it. Coach Robinson says we'll go up a weight division here as we head towards the heavyweight uh, division of boxes. Now, guys, just before we go, some other good news during the week. The, the Butcher Brothers uh, re-signed, which is great news. And also uh, Connor Watson coming back to uh, Roosters Town. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, love it, mate. Always been a big fan of Connor's. And I thought he played really well when he went up to Newcastle, showed his Roosters football uh, potential. Um, he's a great fan of the show and he's uh, you know, a good friend of ours. He's been on many times. And I think he's a sort of character and versatility that the club will love having back next year to play some of the players we're losing. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Well, that's it for this episode of Roosters Radio. We'd like to thank our very special guest, Mr. 200 himself, Isaac Liu. You've been listening to Roosters Radio. East to win. You've been listening to a Radio Hub production. For more information, visit radiohub.com.au.